0: Hello, Maggie? Oh, my God, Maggie. Maggie. I hate you. Please help me. Oh, Oh, help me, Maggie, please. I'm desperate. The parenting world is full of advice. Some of it's good, some of it not so good. So who do you trust? I'm Maggie Dent, and they call me the queen of common sense when it comes to parenting. And in these special Help Me Maggie episodes on parental as anything, you get to ask me the sticky, tricky parenting questions you're dying to get the answers to. Staying up way too late, telling ghost stories, eating way too much sugar, while chatting with your besties or your mates, what's not to love about sleepovers? But this mum wonders if she should be more concerned. Hi Maggie, we have an eight-year-old daughter who's very, very excited about the prospect of sleepovers. Some of our friends have an absolutely no sleepovers policy from a child safety perspective, which has got me thinking that maybe uh, we should be a bit more careful going into it. Are there things that we need to brief our daughter on? without terrifying her, uh, before sleeping at a family home that we aren't particularly close to. I'd love your advice. Thanks. Wow, Concerned Mum, that's such a good question. Oh my goodness, can't you remember some sleepovers as kids? Oh, some of the best times ever were definitely in someone else's house. Okay, so when your kids are ready, this is the very first thing. You've got an eight-year-old. I had a three-and-a-half-year-old, my third whoopsie son, totally out there. He was really keen from the get-go. Unfortunately, I had some really great friends <laughs> who could put up with him and give me a night off. So some are younger and some are older. It's the the key is when they start wanting to ask, I think, is an opportunity. And we need to see it as an opportunity to stretch and grow. Obviously, you know staying safe within your own home, if your home is a safe home, and that's not always the case, sounds like a great you know great parenting kind of strategy. But it's a bit like climbing trees. if If they're not doing it and they don't fall out of them, they don't learn how to climb them. And so it's a little bit the same around going for sleepovers. When they're ready, we want them to stretch and grow something. It's going to be a great idea and you get a call at nine o'clock at night to come and pick them up. And that's okay. That's absolutely okay. All right. So where do we start and what do we worry about? Because, you know, there are some concerns, particularly in today's world. My thought would be to start with things like On camping trips, possibly, where you're in a holiday park or something, and you've, you know, your friends or your extended family and cousins are somewhere on the park, that you might have a child go and have a sleepover over there where they can walk back into their own family space. So, therefore, it's up to them to sort of try it out without having to call you and you come running. Second one, probably, and being a nanny. Uh, grandparents, you know, we have, have our little comfort sleepovers and, oh my gosh, we have so much fun. You know, the same sort of thing. If you've got grandparents that are great, that respond and respect your boundaries and those things, then that's your next best one. Okay, so the biggest worry I think really is, will our kids get hurt? Now, it's completely normal to worry about your kids getting hurt anywhere, whether it's a long daycare at school, at high school, or when they leave off into the big wide world, of course we worry. But do we let that worry be unrealistic? Do we make it so big again that we prevent our kids pushing themselves through some things that they've not done before? The most common concern at the moment is that our children will be exposed to content in the digital space that is harmful and that is violent images, pornography or just things that we don't really want our kids to see. The second thing underneath that, I think, is it's absolutely okay for you to have those conversations before your child goes and saying, look, really, I really would prefer that there is no access to devices. Sure, we can watch movies, but you choose the movie, and we we make sure that they can't keep going into something else if they're on one of the streaming services. That's absolutely up to you, and that one's an easy conversation to have. The second one is you need to kind of know who's going to be in the home when your child's there, and that can be a little bit tricky because sometimes you might not know an older sibling And that's why I'm really more comfortable that the people we let our children go for sleepovers are ones we know we've either grown up with them, we spend time with them, we know who the older siblings are, we know kind of what sort of environment they have, because that will really make you feel a lot safer and also means that they're going to be watching out for your kids the same as you are going to watch out for theirs when they come. However, we now know that 96% of children who are sexually are molested or abused, it is actually somebody they know. So the key message is if you haven't had conversations around how do you know you, if you're an unsafe person or something unpleasant and inappropriate is happening, you need to teach your children that nobody is allowed to touch their private parts at all and that even showing them images of other people's private parts is really not okay. And that's a sign that they need to get out of there really fast. So again, we have to teach them what, what does your body sensations tell you about being in the company of that person or what you're seeing and that immediately you will ask to go home, that they need to know that it's okay to call up and say, I would like to come home. And you can use a code if it looks like the child might feel judged if they're not brave enough to stay, that you might not want to say that. Then you just say that you have a sore tooth or you have a tummy ache. So when we give our kids these particular strategies, I don't really think we terrify them forever because these things, they are quite rare, statistically quite rare. But teaching our kids that ability again to have consent over the things that happen to them. That needs to start really early. Now, there's really good news about how do we teach our children about protective behaviours around their body and that, that there's an unbelievably wonderful range of picture books and resources now that were not there 20 years ago. So you can find those sorts of things to start with your children, yes, when they're under five, four, five, six, because that is a window that we know some of our children are being groomed without knowing that that isn't okay. We have a wonderful episode earlier on in our series called talking to your children about sex which also may be helpful to you in this space of preparing them but it's not just for sleepovers it's for life. I would suggest you have a listen to that because that's going to give you some more ideas on how you talk about this space which can be a little bit tricky for growing ups. So two of my favourite experts in this area are Janine Sanders and she has got lots of fabulous books. Some secrets should never be kept. If you Google that, you will find her. And the other is Holly Ann Martin and she has a website called Safe Number 4 Kids and she devotes her life to teaching these this important information for our children so that they know how to keep themselves safe and when they are in an unsafe place. So check those out. And I guess my other top thing around this is to encourage you to really be excited that this is one of the wonderful things that can happen in childhood so that we don't, you exactly right, don't terrify the heck about them. It's not one conversation because they're going for a sleepover. You've been talking about these things all the time so that they're aware of that. Then again, Choose extended family who you really get on well with, who you know, who your children know and who they feel safe with, or that tribe, and that's the tribe of people who kind of are like family. They just aren't biologically related. And yes, it's absolutely okay, even with them, to clarify your boundaries around devices and the sorts of videos and visual content that your children may see. By all means, celebrate This is a great part of childhood, but be prepared that when they come home, they're going to be incredibly grumpy because quite often I think sleepovers are just overs because there isn't any sleep at all. And we'll include links to those websites I mentioned about child safety in our show notes. They are super helpful. And does this sound like your child? My child is so exhausting. She's very single-minded about what she wants and so determined to get it that she will scream at top-notch or push other children out of the way to get what she needs. I can't take my eyes off her for a second because she'll probably kill herself. And sometimes during the day, I lie down on the floor face down and just have to close my eyes because I find her so draining. Oh, yep, you've got a spirited kid. We'll get some advice on how to help you parent those feisty, strong-willed kids and keep your sanity intact. That's next time on Parental As Anything. Catch it on the ABC Listen app. And if you have a question for me, I'd love to hear it. All you have to do is record it on a voice recording app on your phone and email it to me along with your name and mobile number parental as anything at abc.net.au. I'm Maggie Dent and until then keep breathing. You really have got this.